Most of you have no foundation at all. Now, the trouble's with your attitude. Some sort of anal dumpster sex back there. What's going She's on? like crying well, with laughter right now. Shut up and sit down. I had this feeling. I had to leave the area. And normally I don't like want to get in like deep into that kind of feeling and, sure. and, and purpose and stuff. But I had this feeling in 2017 I had to get the heck out of there. And it was like. No, Let's there's go. a term for that. There's a term for that. It's called anal fissures. Yeah, I had them too. So the anal fissures, like they kicked in, and I and I moved, and three years later, the New York City area is in like deep shit. So right. there's there's definitely a connection. Yeah, I. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. Yay! Good I guess morning. we're we've started. Yeah, we started. I'm gonna let's I'm call, gonna end this. Let's call a so- cold open, folks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Live from New York. Eh. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Uh okay. Well, thanks for joining us, uh Ray Ray. Uh this yeah. will be your I don't know. I've lost seventeen seven time? I don't know. Sounds uh, about right. Somewhere in there. Yeah. Now, Rocco's drinking out of a mug right now that says best dad ever. <laughs> I, I am. Although they are three separate sentences because they're uh, punctuated by a period at the end of each word. Right. So they don't wow. really hold water because you're not talking about one sentence. You're talking about three different ideas. Best, First of all, best is a thing. Dad is a thing. And ever is a thing. First of all, this mug has the ability to hold water. So you're right. right, It does immediately. You've been refuted immediately. (laughs) Secondly, I am the dad that bought his kids a pool. So I am the best dad ever. Yeah. Yeah, you are. You are. Thank you. I was at uh, Bartleby and James BJ's yesterday. (laughs) And uh, I was returning an umbrella for the patio. And sure. I decided, uh, the wife said, hey, check out if they have any kiddie pools. We're talking about the kind that you would wade your feet in or sure. put, a, a, put a toddler in, um, you know, maybe holds about six inches, maybe a little more of water. That could be about could be about six feet in diameter. Yeah, they're plastic. Sure. Yeah. Usually they're not inflatable. They're just a molded piece of plastic. And yes. uh, I'm looking for it, and I don't find any. But then I see these women... Uh, by the way, you can never find anyone to help you at BJ's. No one's ever around. <laughs> Just like any any. Nobody big works there. And yeah. I find these two women with with <laughs> uh, boxes of pools, like the inflatable pools. Yeah, sure. But not not as big as yours, Rocco. But a bit smaller. And I said, "Oh, excuse me. Can you tell me where you found those?" They couldn't even tell me where they found them. <laughs> and they got them. Yes, they're in their cart. So eventually I found it. It was only 25 bucks, but it was it was large enough that it would have taken me hours to inflate. Right. And and then but not large enough to need a filter. Yeah. Yeah. So that means that the the hundred dollars of water I would have had to put in the pool 
would just become nasty, disgusting green shit after a week. So that means every weekend I would have to empty out at least $100 worth of fucking water and then reinflate this thing. You know how much work that is? Uh, I... Right now, I do. Yeah. Um. And, and of course, you, you won't. That's why when these trashy families buy this shit, they leave it inflated with the nasty water in it. Well, yeah, I wanted to actually uh, I'll tell you about that. So I ha- we, we got our pool. OK, we got it almost a month ago. By the way, there's we got it from Target. They're sold out everywhere. You cannot find one of these pools anywhere right now. I'm wondering if problems. Well, yeah, but what I'm saying is I'm wondering if folks, because of the quarantine... Yeah, everyone wants that. They're like, all right, we got to do what we got to do, so... Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what we did. We were like, we're not going out to dinners. We're not going to bars. We're not taking the kids to the zoos and this and that and the other thing, you know, because of the quarantine. And we'll let the guinea pigs go out first. and, And you know what I mean? And let's see what happened to them, you know? So our idea was, let's just put all our money into this pool. So after all is said and done, we'll say what we have is a, was about 1200 altogether uh, in terms of cost. Mm-hmm. Um, 18-foot pool, four feet deep. Um, it's not an easy setup. It was awful to set up. And we had to dig, <laughs> we had to dig four inches into my backyard to get it to be level because it needs to be perfectly level. Still not perfectly level. Still on one side is a little heavier. But it's not so bad to where I need to deflate it and empty it again. Anyway, yesterday, I'm I'm fucking around with chemicals. I'm trying to put in chlorine, bromine. I'm putting in the, the algae remover, the stabilizers, doing this kind of stuff like a mad doctor, right? I got the test strips. I'm doing the thing with the test strips. I'm checking wait. the little bottle. Wait, wait, what? wait. Are you talking about your pool, your diabetes medication? <laughs> Actually, both. Um, so I do all that, right? I start listening to the neighbors. You guys know my lovely neighbors. Yeah. They have a similar pool that is, that you're supposed to take down every year, but they never do. Filled (laughs) filled with green algae, filled with green (laughs) algified water. So gross. And the the kids are jumping into it and swimming all inside of it. Ew. It, it was filled with rainwater. That's what, what it was. Ew. And they were just allowing it. With a ghetto blaster, just boom, 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 boom. Acid rainwater. <laughs> it was just disgusting. So, you know, you got me on one side going, I don't know if I have enough chlorine. I don't know if I have enough chemicals. Yeah. Oh, my God, we can't go We can't go in for four hours. We're going to get chemical burns. Yeah. <laughs> I'm only at 97%, you know. honey. It, it, right, exactly. And And, like, you know, the wife is like, do you hear what's going on next door? Pretty sure it's okay to let the kids go in the pool, our pool right now. And I'm like, all right. So, you know, woke up this morning, made a cup of coffee, put on, put on my sandals, walked out, skimmed the pool, checked the the chlorine levels. It was nice. It's beautiful. That's my new thing now. Yeah. You think you're such a cool dad, huh? Yeah, out there in the the morning sunlight, skimming the pool. No one's talking to you. It's great, isn't it? 
Oh, man, that moment of silence, that just that moment. Dan, you know, you have multiples. Rachel, obviously, you have a child. There are things that you're, obviously you very much understand. I'm sure when your little one decides that what she wants to have a fit or anything, yeah. you want to scream into a pillow. Yeah. They're literally, like yesterday, I literally, I couldn't help myself. I feel bad about it now because I yelled back at her. I was like, why are you yelling? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't. And afterwards, I was like, I shouldn't. I shouldn't yell at her. She doesn't know any better. But it's like, oh my god, I can only take so much before I start to lose my fucking mind. Yeah, uh, <laughs> really hard. <laughs> yeah, it's very hard. I yell back at my son now. I just yeah. do because he needs. We're done. He's he's almost ten months old. He needs to stop with the attitude. I know. Right? <laughs> he's old enough. I, cla- now. I clap at her. You I'm like, get a what job are you get the yelling? fuck out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> Stop so, yelling. <laughs> Sometimes when I yell, it scares the baby. And she's looking at me like, huh? I'm like, well, I wasn't yelling at you, but that's funny. <laughs> Josh so, likes to scare the baby also. <laughs> uh, he's That's mean. I know. That's fun- what I tell him. Funny as hell. So, <laughs> you know, just obviously our last episode, we talked to uh, our buddy Chris on the West Coast about quarantine you know, now the three of us are here. We're all parents. You know, um, Ray Ray. Yeah. How has the quarantine affected you being a parent? Now, obviously, it'll be different for you because she's ten, almost 10 months old. Yeah. Um, so you don't have to deal with school. But that does not mean that this is any less difficult for you. That's very so, like, <laughs> what? <laughs> so, like, what are you dealing with? Like, what's your big thing right now in quarantine and having this little this little beautiful glob of goo well i like it in a sense that it's almost like a second maternity leave or like an extended maternity Mm -hmm. leave that's nice i'm seeing a lot of her development whatever and that's great but when i was on maternity leave i wasn't also trying to work from home (laughs) so now that's in the mix and she is in a phase of rebelling against her naps so she's only taking like a half an hour nap <laughs> and my nap, her nap time is the only time that I actually get to do work like at my desk, at my computer. So when she's only taking a half an hour nap, I literally can't get anything done. Yeah. So I'm right. that person who like has to wait for Josh to get home from work so that then I can go do work in the evenings or on the weekends, whatever. And yep. it's just not wow. ideal. Yeah. I mean, every once in a while, she'll... I'll say it. She's selfish. (laughs) Very. Selfish baby. (laughs) Very self-centered. So needy. Yeah. I mean, every once in a while, I'll get lucky and she'll give me like an hour and a half or an hour and 45 minute nap. And I'm like, yay, I got so much done. And I have to like jam everything into that short amount of time. So kind of it's not ideal, but I do enjoy spending the time with her but by the time josh gets home i'm like okay it's your turn you take over now i can't handle anymore and that's that's exactly like i can hear him right now upstairs having a fit and it's the same thing as like when i'm done with the podcast you know she's gonna want me to take him and that's okay there's nothing wrong with that i'm i'm his dad in fact i really should be taking i should be taking more you know time with him um then i am three hours this morning by the pool well no i mean i spent about 20 minutes 
Um, <laughs> and then, and then I had to, I went in, I fed him this morning and changed him and cleaned him. But, you know, in comparison to the things that she does, <laughs> I mean, right. like, you know, she does the bulk of pretty much everything with him. And I'm, I'm always trying to catch up. Like, hey, she's like, this is my fifth diaper today. You've done like a half a diaper. I'm like, first of all, how do you do a half a diaper? You wiped and you didn't actually touch the diaper. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't close the wipes. Right. That, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and all you hear from the other room, wipes are dry. Yeah. Yeah, I do that all the time, and I fuck up constantly. Josh closes the wipes, but he'll take off the diaper and set it to the side to roll up afterwards, and mm. then not roll it up. So then oh, I'll on, go in dude. the room and there'll just be like an open used diaper sitting oh. on top of her laundry hamper. And I'm go, like, go put I it got on it. top of clean clothes. I got it. No, it's not on the clean clothes. It's on top of the like no, her that's hamper. Should, that's what you should do. Is take her hamper has a lid. And put it on top of his clothes. Oh, yeah. I'll teach him a lesson. That's what they I did to Rocco once. I took all the dirty <laughs> fucking hair out of the goddamn drain. I put it rubbed his, his nose in it. <laughs> you remember that, Rocco? I remembered, yes. <laughs> yes. And now, speaking of Josh, thanks to him, I know how to snake my own drains and get my own hair out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it all works out. <laughs> yes. Which, speaking of, he texted me like five minutes ago asking me about how I did the pool because he yeah. was, I, I texted him for help. Um, and he's like, I don't know. I've never done this before, so I can't really help you. And yeah, like, oh, he has okay. not installed a pool. He only knows how to do the chemicals and stuff for work. So he that yeah, already knows. Sense. But the actual blow up the pool and put it somewhere, yeah. not not never done that. Let me just tell you, seventy six hundred gallons of water. And how long did yeah. it take you to fill it? Uh, seven hours, eight hours. Jeez. So. But once it heats up, hopefully today, uh, we tried to go in yesterday and it was just ice cold, um, yeah. even with the heater running. But the issue is it's a solar heater. Oh. So no sun, no heat. Um, but we didn't want something that was going to kill our electricity bill. So, right. you know, you install a solar heater and it got high reviews, but the reviews were all the same. If it's sunny out, it works like a charm. <laughs> right. Uh, neither of you have seen the house I grew up in, uh, but. The backyard was on bone about, steel. I've driven yeah. by it, but I haven't been in it or in the backyard once. But Josh I pointed it out to me once when we were over there. You saw it, Rocco? Once years ago, Dan. We were still working together at the Y. And you came over there? You brought me over there for like I was there for like five minutes. We were we had to pick something up or move something, and you wanted me to help you. We were not there long, but I distinctly huh. remember it on bone steel. Oh, you know what? I think you were helping me move. I might, it might have been, but I remember I wasn't there for some reason. I was not actually no. I might have been there for a while. You know what, Dan? I don't know. That was so long. <laughs> we all blocked it out of our memory uh, for good reason. Of course. But anyways, the backyard is sunken down about six feet lower than the rest of the property, and there's a garage oh, wow. back there, and that's where my dad put the pool. Nice. And in the garage. Uh, no, 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 in the backyard part, <laughs> next to the garage. And oh, okay. It's this giant maple tree, about fucking 150 feet tall. It was huge, and it there was no sunlight back there. Zero. So it's just always cold and full of yeah. tree shit. Yeah. Yeah. And so what my dad did was he got PVC tubing 
um, that came out from the intake of the filter. Okay, mm-hmm. so from the back of the filter, after the after the water was filtered and cleaned, sure. and it went back up over the garage onto the side of the garage that faced the sun and didn't have any tr- uh, tree shade over it, through yeah. probably another 150 feet of black tubing. This is pitch mm-hmm. black tubing. And the water would sit there in the filter when it wasn't on. And so when you came out in the morning and wanted to turn the filter on to use the pool, all that water that was sitting in the black tubing got really hot because it was just sitting in, in the sun, of course. Right. And so then it got went right into the pool. So the pool went from about 65 degrees to maybe about 78 degrees at best. Nice. Yeah. <clears throat> I that so that's similar the lengths, to, that's the point my the lengths that dads will go to to <laughs> get the right. pool to be an operational thing right well yeah because as I'm learning it's such an investment and yeah. you know especially when you're a parent I mean sure I I have my own flotation device and of course it's got a cup holder for a beer um but it's yeah. it's not it's not really for me it's for it's it's more for my daughter than anything else she right. just absolutely loves it and I you know she's the, more of a vodka girl <laughs> <laughs> i'm talking about the pool not the you know what oh. doesn't matter okay, sorry. <laughs> um but and, and dan i think that that's a great point the links as parents that all of us would go you know for our 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 damn children and they're not even grateful no they're not no not at all. No, they're they're really not. Um, hey, quick question: How long have we been going? Uh, eighteen and a half minutes. Okay, because when we come back from break, I did want to talk. I had something I wanted to mention, and uh, we'll go over that later. But uh, we have Ray Ray on, and yes. I did. I, I was kind of curious. You did touch on a little bit there, Ray Ray. You're working mm-hmm. from home. Are you expected to work forty hours a week though? From not home? really. Okay. That's what that's what goes on my timesheet. <laughs> oh snap! But HR told uh-huh. us to do it that way, so oh. um, yeah, okay. no, I mean, basically, I just do what I can when I can, and the rest of the time is whatever. And then we have like a work log that we're supposed to fill out, but it's like very general and broad about like, oh, I just did like, I closed some files, like. We don't have to be specific. Like I closed 18 files and it took me four hours. That's not how we have to do it, luckily. Yeah. So, and I I work in the office um, one day a week. I go in on oh. Wednesdays. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, but, and it's only with, I go from like 9.30 to 2. So it's like working a half day, but it's like partly in the morning and partly in the afternoon. And then there's an attorney who works in the morning till noon, and then a different attorney comes in at noon for the rest of the afternoon. So then I am there to help either or, depending on what shift they're on. And then we each, we all have a day of the week that we go in. So every day of the week, someone's in the office, but it's usually only like no more than five people in the office. Okay. Um, on a given your mother day. watches your mother watches the child when you go in currently yes on on wednesdays but daycare is opening back up at the beginning of june so she'll be going probably going back two days a week back, okay, uh, starting but how in long june. was she even going to daycare because not very long she started yeah. in february and she didn't even make it all the way through the end of march so she was only in for like uh, 
a month and a half maybe yeah maybe a month and a half i'm really worried about (laughs) how when she goes back she's not going to want to be there because like in the meantime her separation anxiety and her stranger danger has elevated to like new heights i'm like she's not going to want to stay there but she's going to probably have a hard time to begin with the transition's going to suck but you know, they get used to it. The babies love the routine. Once they have well, a yeah, routine and of a two or three days, they're in. We, it, we agree. Know? Like, she, she's, I feel like she's bored at home with just me, honestly. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to getting her back into the company of other babies that she can Listen, hang out with. From, from critical mass to you, don't yeah. take it personally. Okay? <laughs> I know. <laughs> she doesn't mean it. No, she no. doesn't. But it's I'm not as entertaining. That's all there is to it. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing, the thing is with us, because uh, the daycare question has come up, is that, you know, we want to because we want him to have that interaction. Yeah. Right. But at the same time, with what's going on with COVID, you know, we don't want him to get that. And obviously, which all of us can agree with, with our, all our children. Yeah. But, you know, we actually have until December 31st where we don't have to go deviate from what we're doing right now. Um, however, my building got COVID last week in, mm. in my building with phase one. Phase one was construction and um, they're a construction company and COVID was found in the building and now my building is completely locked and uh, here we are. But at the same time, our company already said that we're going to go 100% work from home forever. Oh, wow. Whereas my wife's company said at December 31st, we're going to reevaluate. Because they're finding out they're making so much more money with everyone working from home. This is yeah. the largest case study for work from home ever. And, you know, you're not paying rent for your locations. You're not paying paper costs. You're not paying internet costs. You're not paying any of those costs. So my company's paying, paying paper people. costs because I steal paper and bring it home with me every time I. <laughs> <laughs> every time I'm in the office, I come home with supplies to use. I had just had to buy more printer ink, but my boss told me, hopefully they'll be able to reimburse me. So, but yeah, I have like a literal package. I don't know if you can see this. I have this oh, oh, wow. package of paper, my envelopes. Yeah, I I come home with shit every time. I have a box of file folders and stuff to use over here. Wow. <laughs> uh, in 10th oh in grade, uh, we were forced to sit down and watch uh, an instructional video about just sort of moral choices that you make. And one particular example they gave was a young man who was working in an office setting and he thought about stealing a pen from work. And so they gave you these steps to go through in your mind as, you know, kind of to help you through the process of the decision making and I don't remember what step one two or three were (laughs) but I distinctly remember step four and it was hilarious because me and my friend Pete we just we still laugh about it to this day step four is it legal (laughs) okay why is that step four Right. Yeah. I feel like it this should, should be, be step, step one. one. <laughs> this should be step two. It should be step two. Because <laughs> Why I think step two. Because step one should be is it is it against your morals? Okay. Okay. Because I think morality comes before law. So for instance, 
um, stealing a flat screen TV versus stealing an apple because my kid is fucking hungry. Stealing the flat screen TV would go against the morals, whereas stealing an apple, not against my morals. Fuck you, I'm taking the apple. My kid's starving. Kiss my ass. And then step two, is it legal? At this point, I don't give a fuck. Okay. That's, that's, no, I, I agree with that logic. Uh, but you mentioned you, you, you take all this paper from work, Ray Ray. Um, <laughs> no, I'm not I'm stealing it. I'm, I gotta no, it's for name. work. I gotta, I've I already emailed your boss. <laughs> no, she's the one who told me to do it. <laughs> she's like, I'm not expecting you guys to use, like, how do I, ha- I don't have envelopes. I'm not going to buy envelopes with the attorney general's address printed on them. Like, Why if, I'm gonna, if I'm going to be doing work, I need to have materials. So you need the, the essentials. One. Yeah. So it's for work. I don't use it for personal use. What am I going to use an attorney general envelope for? I'm not. <laughs> Very no. uh, strongly worded letters to local businesses. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> On letterhead. And 15% off. Attorney general letterhead. <laughs> I went into the restaurant and no one made eye contact with me. <laughs> um, I think with that being said, let's go ahead and go to break. Um, when we come back, I don't know, Dan had something he wanted to talk about. So, you know, Ray, Ray and I will probably just zone out for a while. Um, <laughs> so with that being said, we'll be right back. Are you a small business looking to advertise on Critical Mass Podcast? Well, check us out on our Facebook page at Critical Mass Podcast 69. Contact us there to find out what your options are. We'd love to get the word out there about your business. Check us out. Gary's Guns, Guns, Guns. All right. Gary's back with some rapid fire deals. Kids are at home from school, so he's offering a school's out, guns out sale. (laughs) Not sure what to do after you graduate? Get a gun. Worried about the tyrannical government? Get a gun. Or a bomb. Or a tank. Or a fighter plane. Or several thousand of them. Hey, don't forget naval ships. And hopefully you have over 1,018,000 friends. Yeah, that's a very specific number. You know why? That's the number of people enlisted in the Army, the Reserves, and the National Guard right now. And that doesn't include the Marines... The Coast Guard, the Navy, uh, who am I forgetting? The Air Force. So, uh, you know, you, you want to gear up. So come on down to Gary's Guns and protect yourself from a government that wants you to wear a mask. <gasps> okay. Wow. And that, uh, thank you. Uh, God, those Gary's ads. Uh, but they but they pay us. Um <laughs> So uh, the mask thing, I'm just so over it. I just, just wear, you know what? I, I don't want to get into it because I know you have things you want to talk about. Just from critical mass to you, to all of you, wear a mask, just wear a mask. And if you don't want to wear a mask, don't go to the store. It, you say it's a free country. It is. You're free not to go to the store and you're free to starve anyway. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so I had a very interesting uh, thing happen to myself yesterday. Sure. Uh, my, my wife, and myself and three of the the Chirins, 
were at the beach. After a long day, we were at the uh, Highland Park area looking at the lilacs, um, keeping our distance from people, but putting our face in the same flowers that other people were putting their face in. <laughs> Good. The exact um, same flower. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I said, look, honey, an Asian family, they're putting their face in that flower. Go, 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 go. Oh, oh God. So uh, there we were. We found ourselves at the beach getting some Abbott's ice cream. And we were walking around being jolly and looking at all the other people that were there. We get back to the car. My wife put her cell phone in the car carrier or the the baby carrier. And uh, like there's a tray on there, I guess. So I didn't know she did that. I'm not her keeper. I'm not her phone's <laughs> keeper. I don't yep. know where her phone is. I know where my phone is. It's in my goddamn pocket where it belongs. And so she said, hey, can you fold up the carrier for me and put it in the car? Sure, hon. I fold it up. I throw it in the back of the car. We drive away. We go home, get the kids out. We get the water table out for the children. I get the sprinkler going for them. Uh, And then I say to the wife, hey, I'm going to BJ's to return the uh, umbrella, which I believe I mentioned earlier. Mm -hmm. Yep. That takes a while. I get home and, and uh, you know, I, I said I couldn't find the pool, but I got this umbrella. She's like, great. Hey, can you help me find my phone? I don't know where it is. So I call her phone. But, of course, her phone is on vibrate. So you have to make sure you, you're in the area that you think it is. It starts. I can hear the child now. That's hilarious. I think I heard your that's son. Not, that's that not was mine. probably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was. Yeah, all three of us have children. Uh, so I, I, she's like, so call it. So I call it three times in different locations of the house looking for it. And she goes, I'm afraid we lost it at the beach because I think it was in the carrier. And when you folded it up, it probably fell out. I was like, okay. <laughs> You're like, this so is I my called fault, it. <laughs> yeah, so I yeah, called it. Yeah, and, and nothing. And so she's like, oh, my God, I think it's at the beach. I said, well, you have an iPhone, but I have an Android, so call your mom. I said, I'll call your mom, and we'll see if she has the location for it. Because, you know, you can do the location for iPhones between iProducts. Meanwhile, she didn't even realize she could have just done that from her iPad. Or her MacBook. Yes. (laughs) So I call her mom. Her mom says, it says it's at Hamlin State Park. I'm like. Do you mean Ontario State Park? Because that's where we were, Ontario. <laughs> she goes, no, it says Hamlin. And I'm like, uh, that means someone probably took it, and now they're headed out there. Or there's some sort of geolocation issue where, like, the maps are screwing up which park is which. Right. It's possible. So I start driving there, and just as I get to the parkway, she goes, no, now it's in Kendall. Oh, Jesus. Right. So it is on the move. Someone definitely took it. So I'm in her car, by the way, and I'm just going 80 miles an hour down <laughs> the park towards Kendall. I don't even know what I'm going to do when I get to Kendall. I'm hoping yeah. that Kendall was their last stop and that it's some fucking rundown house or a trailer that I'm going to crash into. Land fire. Yeah. And uh, she goes, oh, now it's now it's on Roosevelt Highway going west, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, great. So I call... 911. They say we can't really do anything because it's in another county, so we'll have to transfer you. Oh, then I get to, I get to the other county, and they go, well, we're not really going to do anything unless it's reported stolen first from your county, 
And even then, we would have to have a warrant in order to break into these people's house. I'm like, all right. And just as that's happening, Michelle figures that she can, from her laptop or iPad, she can set it as a lost phone. And what happens is on your iPhone, a screen appears, and it says, hey, this phone has been lost. Please call XXX number. Mm -hmm. Well, she set it to call my number. So these people that have her phone, now all of a sudden it says, hey, the phone has been gone, has been lost. Please call my number. So they do. It well, runs. that's good. Yeah. she. I pick up and I go, hello? They go, hi, we, we got your phone. I go, okay, great. Where are you? They tell me this long-winded story about where they're going and all this shit. They're heading west towards Buffalo. Like, no, stop your ass. <laughs> yeah, I'm on the parkway chasing them at 85 miles an hour. I'm about 20 minutes behind them. Right. And they're like, well, we're headed to Waterport, blah, blah, blah. I go, no, 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 just just pull over somewhere. I'm behind you. And they go, oh, okay, we'll stop at this next town. And so then they call me back and say, oh, well, we're just going to stop at this gas station and wait for you here. I say, great, I'll be there five, ten minutes. I zoom in. It's two middle-aged, fat, white women who claim they don't know anything about technology and uh-huh. don't know what they were doing and said, well, we didn't want to leave it there. We didn't know what to do. We left it on our car because we almost ran over it when we parked. And when we came back from the beach, it was still there. So we figured we'd, we'd take it and, and hopefully find out who it belongs to. Um, take it all the way back to Buffalo, you dumb. Right. And so yeah. I said to myself on the drive back, of course, after I got the phone, I said, well, I called that phone three times. Right. If you're in possession of someone's phone, answer it. Answer it. Say, hey, I've got this person's phone. Do you know them? How can I how can we get a hold of them? Right. Three times they had that opportunity. And the only time they got in contact with me was when the phone was set to stolen or lost. Right. Because they realized they didn't have a choice. Right. Well, yeah. They were so. It took me about an hour to get out there and then another hour to get home. So two hours of my heart rate just increasingly getting worse and worse. And, I'm going <laughs> and it was there. somehow your fault, I'm assuming. Right. Yeah. Yeah, of course it was. Of course, because that's how it always goes. She can't be possibly responsible for her own things. <laughs> and I'm like, I think I would have noticed a phone falling out of the, the baby carrier as I folded it up to put it in the back of the car. Right, it's going to make a crashing sound as it falls to right. pavement. But it's also like you're putting three kids into a right. car at once. Everything's kind loud of, anyways. <laughs> you, know, you hit them over the head with a blunt object and throw them in the trunk. I mean, that's what we do. <laughs> Easiest way to get them in the car. Yeah. It's just efficient. So that that was me yesterday. That Yay. was fun. Have you guys ever had an experience where you've lost something or had it stolen? It was just like the worst day of your life? Um. Ray Ray, do you want to go first, or do you have anything? Not quite to that level, but when Josh and I were in Key West, I thought I lost my phone, and I'm like, well, I'm in Key West. I'm never going to see this phone again. Oh, God. (laughs) And then I realized I left it on the charger in the hotel room. (laughs) (laughs) So we, like, left and went out to, like, dinner and go on our ghost tour, and then I realized, like, once we got to the ghost tour and I wanted to, like, post on Facebook about it that I couldn't because I didn't have my phone so I was a little worried that I did drop it somewhere, but it was it was in the room when we got back, thankfully. But 
Did that ruin your experience of the ghost tour and dinner? Um, only slightly because I was a little worried. Like I was pretty sure it was in the room. I was pretty sure that I left it on the charger in the room, but I wasn't a hundred percent sure. So I was like a little worried that it was just like on fucking Duval Street somewhere with oh, like no. drunk people taking pictures with it and shit. <laughs> So I was like, oh, I don't know, but hopefully it's in the room. Um, and we didn't try to use Josh's phone to locate it. I don't, we just didn't think of it. Um, and of course, he doesn't post anything whenever we're going anywhere. It's always me that's posting like what we're doing. So then I was <laughs> like, I like took his phone and was using it to post all of our shit. And he's like, do you really have to do that? Like, I'm a girl. That's what we do. But um <laughs> But for, yeah, for like three hours, I was like, okay, hopefully it's in the room. And if it's not, I don't really know what we're going to do here. But luckily it, it was. So Jesus. not very, not very dramatic comparatively. It's scary though. When you lose technology like that, I mean, it's right. sad to to realize how naked you feel without. Right. Yeah. Well, I guess particularly because we were on vacation, I was like, okay, this is not a good place to like lose my phone and, you know, that's my line out to like let other people know that I am safe while on vacation is that I'm still in contact with like my mom or whatever. Right. So she like in my mind, I made Josh text her from his phone so that if she tried to text me while we were out and I didn't answer for three hours, she didn't like lose her mind worrying. <laughs> right. Yeah. So that was the only thing I was concerned about mostly, but yeah, I don't know. It was a little stressful, but not, not needing to drive an hour to fetch it back from some that old ladies who thought they were going to steal it. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's a lot of things going on there. There's the idea that like, oh God, someone took something of mine. Right. Whether it was a whether it was a cookie or a car, it's not yours. It's mine. Right. Um, but also the fact that like I had this going through my head that like this is something that my wife depends on and right. she needs. You know what I mean? Right. I could get, well, yeah, I, I mean, get, you know, with the three kids, like, you've got to have that line of, right. like, emergency access to whoever. Right. And it's not yeah. that we couldn't get another phone. No, but. But just the the cost alone. Yes. Of these phones. It's insane. Yeah. It's insanity. And for me, too, like, my job, like, my right. job, we create uh, mobile apps for work from home. And I wow. use all of those apps because I work from home. <laughs> They're all my own company's apps and applications. You know, there's three or four different ones. There's then you're like my... wondering who's going to gain access to this stuff if I, if I were to lose my phone, is that are you know are they going to gain access to all of my, my work related stuff all, that is not the for them. Uh, yeah, all the dick pics, all of exactly. that. Exactly. <laughs> but it's like, it's too, it's just like, it's our, the cost, like you said, Dan, is is absolutely, it's, it's incredible. It's ridiculous. Right. But two, like, you know, things uh, like the Brave Little Toaster. Uh, you ever see the Brave Little Toaster? Yeah. When I realized that inanimate objects could possibly be alive and you left <laughs> it behind somewhere. <laughs> the, that's where my brain goes. My right. phone just is like, does he not love me anymore? Right. And it's it right. we. Your phone is sad without you. Exactly. And then it's like, I'll find you. I swear, I love you. I didn't mean <laughs> to leave you there. But no, I mean, I myself, I've never lost anything that important because of my anxiety. And I do a spectacles, testicles, wall, and watch. 
um, yes. pretty much everywhere I go and everywhere I am. So when people like lose things and I say, seriously, y- like you lost that? There's, well, you've never <laughs> lost anything before? No, I haven't because I have problems. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, I, I, you've never lost your keys before? Can't say that I have. You never lost your phone? Not once. Um, the only time but, I've ever lost my keys is when Josh has been using them and he puts them somewhere that I don't know where. And then I'm like, I don't know where the fuck my keys are. But if I had them, I would know exactly where they are. Right. Well, <laughs> see, well, there you go. But for me, at a time, I mean, there's two things that, that kind of ring in my head. Number one is um, my a long time, it's maybe, maybe two, three years ago, the wife was grocery shopping. Um, she comes home and couple and like an hour later she's like i can't find my phone anywhere and i'm like what do you mean and she goes well, i can't find it and i'm like all right well i'll you know we'll we'll look for it we're looking around the house we're looking around the house i said all right well listen i'll just call it and i know it's on vibrate just like you said so you gotta like be mm-hmm. near it to hear it so i'm like let me just call it really quick so i call it i'm standing right in front of her rings twice and wegman service desk nice I said, uh, you have my wife's phone. Yes, we do. It's an iPhone. I said, yep. They're <laughs> like, she just looks at me and just starts getting her keys. And I'm like, sounds great. I'm going to send her down now. She's going to need to know the passcode for us to give her the phone back. I said, not a problem. Yeah. So she went and got it. And, you know, it's just, it's one of those, it's one of those things, the little tongue in cheek moment where, you know, I get to look at her and be like, you know, shrug my shoulders. Yeah. But that is like the ideal place to lose it. Cause you know, they're not going to run away with it. Like you have to right. losing it in the park is like the worst possible scenario. Cause anybody could pick it up. Like, Oh yeah. Was my whole thing about, about Abbott's was that we were in the Abbott's parking lot. Yes. We were at the beach, but it was the parking lot attached. to Right. Abbott's. So someone could be like, here's this. Can you yeah. keep track of it till someone comes to claim it? But you were at Inter- Ontario Beach Park? Yes. I mean, and the these... level of clientele <laughs> in that area. And oh. these people these people were from Waterport. I mean, it's a right. very small bumpkin town almost all the way to Buffalo. It's it's pathetic. She actually gave me her home address, too, and I looked it up on Google Maps. It's a dump. <laughs> it's a dump. Oh, but, I mean, <laughs> why wouldn't you just give it right to to the ice cream store that's literally 50 feet from the car. Like, right. obviously, that's where you should be giving it to. Hi, right. this phone was lost. I found this phone in the parking lot. Yeah. And that's that's the thing, man, is like, and it comes back to morality, which I brought up earlier. Like, if I found someone's phone, I would just return it to whatever business is right. Now, listen, I found this. I don't know whose it is, but I found it. They might come back for it. Here you go. Yeah. But I found someone's right. wallet. I'm gonna see how much money's in there, but right. I'm not. I'm not gonna take all of it, and I'm not gonna take the wallet. I'm gonna return it to the next business. I mean, if there's a grand in there, you know, two hundred fifty dollar finder's fee, seven fifty back for you. <laughs> I'm not a monster, Dan. I'm not gonna right. take the whole thousand dollars. They might be right. depending on that money, okay? And I can't be the guy that takes all of it. That's right. just rude. So, <laughs> you know. Y- y- you got to have some morals and some ethics, you know, when it comes to this kind of stuff. And obviously these women, I don't buy that story um, of, of their, you know, I think they were stupid. I think they had bad intentions, but I also think that they're stupid. I don't think they're, 
smart criminals by any means. Uh, right. Like they wouldn't have been able to crack it. It's an iPhone with a six key password. Right. Um, there's just no way they had the level of intelligence to do anything with it uh, other than possibly sell it on the black market. Um, but they didn't know what they were going to do. But obviously they had nefarious intentions because they didn't answer the three times that I called. Right. Well, ex- you're exactly right. You're exactly right. But I had one more quick story about losing yeah. something. Um, God, a long, long, long time ago. I think I was like 12 or 13 and my brother your was virginity? like. virginity? I know this story. I lost that. Yeah. No, Um, I was like, he was gentle. Um, <laughs> I was like 12 or 13. My brother was like seven or eight something like that. And we went to Vegas. Our dad took us to Las Vegas. Um, I don't know why at that age, but perfect childhood vacation. Right. I mean, I just remember our dad took us to an arcade there and it was probably one of the greatest back when those were things, but it's probably one of the greatest arcades I'd ever played in my life. Um, obviously video gaming being a huge part of my life, but anyway, um, my dad had given us each like a hundred dollars or something like that. And that money was for us to use for whatever it is we wanted to. And, you know, we were 13 and seven or eight or whatever it was. And my dad was like, you know, I'm going to hold your money because I'm the adult. And my brother and I had just gotten wallets. Remember when you would get Pepsi points <laughs> and you would yeah, like, trade yeah, Pepsi yeah. points in? Yeah. And we each got Velcro Pepsi wallets. And nice. my brother and I thought we were probably the coolest people in the world. I mean, do you have a Pepsi I wallet? Exactly. I have, a, have I have a Pepsi CD holder. Well, see, it's not a wallet. Yeah. So. Well, I didn't need the wallet. I already had one. Yeah, it's a CD wallet. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) So anyway, we we decided, no, we we have wallets. We'll put money in our wallets, and we'll carry them. That's a good idea. A 13-year-old boy holding $100 cash and an 8-year-old boy holding $100 cash. In a Velcro wallet. In In Las Vegas. In Las Vegas, (laughs) right? So so we're... (laughs) We're walking around. We're doing our thing. We got our wallets, you know. I'll never forget. We sit down for, like, a lunch or something. And my brother just, I think he starts crying or he starts, like, freaking out. And they're like, I know, right? They're like, what's going on? And he goes, I can't find my wallet. It's gone. (laughs) And we're, like, in Vegas. If you've ever been to Vegas, the wallet's gone. Like, (laughs) like. And I'm thinking of like, the hangover when they're like, Bangkok has him now. Yeah. <laughs> right? Exactly. Vegas, Vegas has, has your wallet now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So if you've, if you've never been, you like, it's, it's just like, that's gone. People and everywhere. And it's not just like a regular city. It's people everywhere burning money. Right. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Some so, addict of some kind is going to find it and spend it, whether oh, it's yeah. a gambling addict or a drug addict or whatever. A, exactly. a family, a family of four from the Midwest <laughs> with with morals and going to church every Sunday. If they're there on vacation and they find a wallet full of money, they're fucking spending that money. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah, dude. Oh for sure. Um, and that's and that's the thing too is you know. Uh, Anyway, but I don't want to get into Vegas right now. So I'll tell you what happened. So long story short, my dad goes and like reports it because we were in our resort when it happened. So we were sitting down at one of the many restaurants in our resort eating dinner, lunch, I mean. So he went to the front counter at the resort and said, listen, my son lost his wallet. It's a Pepsi wallet. It's blue and black. (laughs) 
and I'm just like, eh, and I show and it has a hundred dollars in it only. Exactly There's nothing like, else in the wallet. <laughs> oh, there were. Uh, I think there was like library a card. King, like a bur- yeah, a Burger King card, a library <laughs> card, you know that kind of stuff. With the with the messy cursive name on it, right. you know, yeah. um, <laughs> you know, uh, it was the '90s. So anyway, um, apparently, one of the valets found it. Oh, that's good. And I, I don't remember specifically if some valet turned in another valet or if the valet got a guilty conscience. We, I don't remember because I was so young. This was like 20 years ago. You know, almost more than 20 years ago, maybe. But anyway, I don't remember what happened. I know it was a valet that had it. The valet turned it in, and all of the money was inside, and the wallet was completely intact, and he got his wallet back. And That's lucky. Very, very lucky in Las Vegas for that to even be a thing. That's yeah. even a. Well, I guess it'll wild. work out. It did. It did eventually. That's great. Well, why don't we take a break? We'll come back with fuck yous. We'll get out of here, and you can tend to your family finally, Rocco. Uh, uh, you know what? I, they're quiet now. I think they're fine. <laughs> they probably I died. I'm going to stay right. down here and just barricade the door. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. We'll be right back. All right. From the far reaches of the galaxy to an internet location near you, we're Don'tForgetAtowl.com, your daily source for geeky pop culture news, reviews, interviews, and so much more. So as you're hitchhiking your way through the universe, don't forget to travel safe, and don't forget a towel. Back from break, uh, this is our favorite fuck you section, and I'll go first. I'll just say... By the way, I'll add in a little music for you guys. The uh, <laughs> fuck you. Oh god. <clears throat> so awful. No, that was perfect. Um, I have been assembling from Wayfair, and I don't want to blame Wayfair here, but my fuck you really goes out to the manufacturers of these backyard playsets uh, made of wood or cedar, anything really. Tons of hardware. It's like a, it's like a swing set playset. Like, do you know what I'm talking about, guys? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is like a fort and a slide connected yeah. to it, and, and a tarp over it. Anyways, yep. so right, it has like the roof and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So uh, the instructions say seven hours of construction with two people, and I'm like, uh, that sounds like a lot. So there's three of us there. It's my sister-in-law's boyfriend, myself, and my father-in-law. And we're trying to put this thing together uh, at my mother-in-law's place. And uh, I'm like, this is going to take all day. So we're getting all the <laughs> stuff ready. I'm bringing all the tools over. We're working together. I'm like, okay, you grab this. You do this. Yeah, we're, well, not even drinking beer. We're just guzzling water because we were doing this about a couple weekends ago. And I don't, right. I don't so know if you hot. remember. It was like so mm-hmm. fucking hot. It was like no clouds. Yeah straight sunlight like we're dying out there and we got like maybe 40 percent of it assembled (laughs) and at the end of the day my wife was just like okay we're leaving i'm like okay so we'll have to come back to this so this last friday i decided well i'm off i'm gonna head over there and do a bunch of it by myself well i just got another 30 percent of it done okay if if you're keeping up that's another 30 percent left 
that I have to do now today before the Memorial Day picnic at my in-laws, which is really just going to be me and, and some other people. Um, but we have to attach Pass the, the COVID. Yeah, we have to attach the slide. We have to attach the swing set. It's all built. It just has to be sort of attached together. Right. Sure, sure. Um, but fuck you to these manufacturers with the amount of different sizes of screws that are needed. Make everything uniform. Like the instructions yeah. call for like, oh, you need five sixteenths of an inch by one and a half inch. Oh, you accidentally grabbed one and a quarter. And then the labeling on the little plastic bags is so tiny. It's like everything looks the exact fucking same. It's so right. hard. It's so long and it, even then they spent six hundred dollars on this thing and it's fucking chintzy like it barely holds together it's awful mm-hmm. so that's just my warning really to anybody else that's thinking about buying those things they fucking suck you ought to hire amish people or right. uh undocumented people something just get a bunch of people that you can pay very little and have it done for you and that's why we need more immigrants in the U.S. Right. Um, I'm just curious. Now, you didn't order this yourself from Wayfair, right? No, no, no. My mother-in-law did. Okay. And and when did she order it? Uh, maybe a month ago. I don't know. It showed up with FedEx. It was three giant boxes, apparently, FedEx yeah. dropped off. I'm I don't asking, know how long it took. Because I was going to do a different thing, but now we're talking about Wayfair. This is This is relevant to me because... We decided in April that we wanted new shutters for the house. Mm. Oh. Jazz it up a little bit. And mm-hmm. Wayfair was having a really big sale on those types of items. And they had the style that we want where like Lowe's or Home Depot, they didn't have that exact style. But if you did, you have to order it. But then you have to pay the shipping where Wayfair has the free shipping. And they uh. had been doing commercials on the television about like, hey, you can still order from us even with coronavirus because we're still doing our fast free shipping, blah, blah, blah. So we order these shutters in the end of April and we still don't have them. Oh, God. (laughs) And they're not coming until the middle of June, it says. Like, they haven't even tried to ship them yet. So I'm like, so Josh Uh, is like, someday we'll have new shutters. Was it on back order? No. Wow. No, it just like it popped up with the message like due to coronavirus, our shipping times may be delayed, even though they have the commercial saying that they're still doing <laughs> their fast free shipping. I'm like, OK, so it's going <sighs> to all total. It'll be like two months of waiting for them by the time by the time it it gets to the time when they say they're going to ship, which at that point, if they don't even ship at that at that time, then we're still going to be waiting all summer so yeah yeah i hate it when you when you order something from someone and they don't tell you that it's on back order to begin with right yeah are you sure before you check out you want these because it's going to take a while right no 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 they just let you buy it they take your money and then they say well fuck these people they'll have to wait yeah no it doesn't it doesn't wayfair actually is pretty good about when saying things are on back order and then like sending you an email when it's back in stock or whatever but it it said nothing of the sort, and it just popped up with a thing about, like, delayed shipping because of coronavirus, which I just – don't put your commercials on TV saying specifically that we're still doing our great fast-free shipping when you're – You're not a fucking hero. You're Shut clearly up. not still doing yeah. it. It shouldn't yeah. take you two months to send me some shutters. Like, how many shutters are being ordered right now, honestly? Is yeah. everyone ordering shutters? Honey? 
<laughs> Honey, is the COVID still killing 90,000 people? Right. Yes. Okay, we better get shutters. Order those shutters. Those non-functional, purely decorative shutters that don't even <laughs> that don't right. even protect the windows. <laughs> toilet paper and decorative shutters. Yeah. yeah. The country is. In yeah. So maybe in June we'll have new shutters, but we don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I can't wait to see them. Yeah, they're black instead of white. Is that, is that your, that fuck, your you? fuck you? Oh wow. I think just... yeah. Yeah, fuck Wayfair in their alleged right. fast free shipping. Ooh, it wasn't what okay. I was going to go with, but I'm feeling it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, and you know what? It's not even the fact that they're on back order. It's not even the fact that the shipping is taking longer because we can all understand that with what's right. going on in the world right now. But tell me, just yeah. tell, like, yeah. tell keep me. Keep me in the know. Just keep me in the yeah. know. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Makes sense. Um, so my fuck you. Dan, I'm glad that you brought up your building of something that's kind of, you know, it's it's taking you a lot of time. It was very complicated. It was very difficult to do, right? So I have a two-pronged fuck you. I'll make it brief. <laughs> um, fuck you to this, okay? Imagine that you've built this entire thing, this entire a swing set apparatus for the kids with a little fort and everything, right? Mm-hmm. It, it pissed you off. It took you forever to do, but you finally did it, and you're happy with what came out, right? Right. Kids are having fun. You go to your Memorial Day picnic party thing, okay? And someone who had no... Wow. Ew. Ew. (laughs) Absolutely disgusting. For the listeners, uh, Ray Ray's husband just walked into the background shirtless. Oh, God. I have a feeling he did it on purpose. He couldn't hear what you said because I have the headphones in, but... Uh, I'm, I'm sure. sure he got the gist of it. Now he'll have to listen. Yeah, he will. <laughs> um, so anyway, someone at this picnic who had no hand in helping you, who mm-hmm. didn't even volunteer to help, you didn't, you know, whatever, walks up, looks at it, and just starts being negative about it. Well, you know, the Ugh. thing mm-hmm. is about that quarter-inch screw right there is that that's <laughs> not the screw you should have used. Okay. The others, you should have used the, is this anchored? Is this anchored? And they're like looking around it, you know? And you're just like, honestly, dude, I'm going to stab you. I'm gonna... <laughs> so just like, fuck you to that, that person, that negativity. You know what you yeah. do? You look at the fact that it took me forever to do this. You look at the kids are happy. The thing isn't dilapidated. It's not a mess. Just shut up. Yeah. Or. Offer or just say, hey, man, this looks really great. This looks this looks fantastic. If you had no part in helping. Then shut up. Oh, is that the wrong screw? All right, cool. I'm going to leave. You go ahead and disassemble and reassemble the whole thing yourself. (laughs) If you're not going to do that, (laughs) shut up. Just shut up. If you helped, then you can you could take part in the blame of any screw ups. You could say, oh, shit, dude, we forgot to, to anchor it. Or, oh, you know what? I think we put the wrong screws in over here. You can right. make criticisms if you had a part in it because then you, you're part of the blame. Uh, but sure. don't come in like a dickhead and be like, you know what, dude? You should have done this. You should have done that. You're right. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, it, it's, it's, absolutely, it's absolutely ridiculous. And then the second prong to it is Intex Pools stated that uh, I own what's called an easy set pool. <laughs> easy set <laughs> And on the box, it says, ready for water in 30 minutes. Oh, I would never have believed that. I I didn't, 
I, I mean, it's an 18 But you wanted foot... to. <laughs> yes. I yeah, you wanted to. to. I clung to it. Like, yeah. like, like maybe it I'll be pleasantly surprised. <laughs> exactly. Got to 28 minutes later, you're sweating, there's dirt on you, and nothing has been assembled. Yeah. Not, nothing at all. I mean, honestly, we started digging a hole, the hole for it at mm, 9.30 a.m., between 9.30 yeah. and 10, and we finished digging the hole around 2, 2.30. Wow. So basically it's, it's, it means it's only a 30-minute setup if you have a perfectly pre-leveled surface <laughs> to put correct. it on, like a deck, you, basically. <laughs> yeah. And even that. Dude, it would take you know, more than 30 minutes just to fill the pool. Right. Well, yeah, it says ready for water in 30 minutes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, um, but anyway. That's not that's, including that's, the fill time. Yeah, exactly. It's not including the fill time, but still. Yeah. Ridiculous. So that's my fuck you. So good. good. And so, those yeah. people deserve to hear it, you know. So besides the hole though, how long did the did the pool itself then take? Altogether, I mean, it was a day and a half <laughs> to really like of just work to yeah. to get the thing done. Um so Friday we we stopped the hose around eight PM and it still wasn't it was about three quarters full. Yeah, we started the hose at two thirty, okay. and by yeah, and we stopped it at like eight, and then we started it back up at seven in the morning the next day, and then waited for really you need the the um, what's it called the filter vacuums? Yeah, on the side, well they need to be completely covered. At that point, it doesn't nothing else matters. I'm just sitting there, you know, with a cut co- with coffee in my hand, just staring, <laughs> just like waiting, and then as soon as it covered i could open the valves prime the pump and then get the pump going chemicals and then you know everything else and then you just gotta wait you gotta wait four hours if you put the chemicals in so you get chemical burns and then it was still just too cold to use so it's just like ah so hopefully today (laughs) fingers crossed it's gonna be 80 it's gonna be 80 this afternoon so it'd be nice to use yeah okay well that sounds good buddy Ray Ray, thank you so much for being yeah, here. We always absolutely. love having you. Thank yes, you. thanks, Ray. And Ray. Of course. Dan, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything else you got? Anything? No, I'm good for around? now. All right. Well, hey, everyone. You know, thanks for listening to us. It is season Q, season of the quarantine. Um, stay safe. Wear a mask. Um, thanks to our buddies over at the Genesee Beard Company. Um, thanks to our friends over at the Insensitive Culture Podcast. Give them a listen. Um, you can find us and all of your geekly news at don'tforgetatowel.com. Or you can find me on the Star Warriors Podcast. Check us out. Um, and that's really, that's it. That's everybody. Is that everybody, Dan? That's everybody. Uh, Matt and Mia, maybe. And uh, that's it for now. And hopefully we'll get some better sponsors. Uh, thanks again to Ray Ray and uh, Party On Wayne. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. They come from butt.